Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Soul and Grace podcast. I'm your host Danielle and I am super excited to hop into today's episode. First of all, we have our first guest of season one of the Soul and Grace podcast. Yes, I know. Give it some claps. Give it some claps. First of all, I'm super excited about today's guest, not just because this is our first guest but simply because this is someone who has proven themselves to be such a great person and just entity that I have come across um and I do adore her myself she is full of knowledge and resources so I just knew it was you know meant to be to have her on today's episode especially especially excuse me regarding today's topic today's main topic of the show is metaphysics and you or better yet metaphysics and self meaning just our relationships with metaphysics and she'll give us a peek into that so I will go ahead and let her introduce herself Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Soul and Grace podcast. I'm your host Danielle and I am super excited to hop into today's episode. First of all, we have our first guest of season one of the Soul and Grace podcast. Yes, I know. Give it some claps. Give it some claps. First of all, I'm super excited about today's guest, not just because this is our first guest, but simply because this is someone who has proven themselves to be such a great person and just entity that I have come across um and I do adore her myself she is full of knowledge and resources so I just knew it was you know meant to be to have her on today's episode especially especially excuse me regarding today's topic today's main topic of the show is metaphysics and you or better yet metaphysics and self meaning just our relationships with metaphysics and she'll give us a peek into that so I will go ahead and let her introduce herself so let's jump into the gotta have it segment um because i have a guest i will go ahead and let my guests go first in this part of the show we share something that we have to have for the week um is there anything that you could not live without this week yeah i have absolutely been obsessed with the culture which is my own brand my metaphysical brand i've been obsessed with our candles as of late um i even recently just hosted a candle making party just last night actually that that i was a part of and Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say it was it was a vibe, very intimate, very cool, calm, collected, and like I feel like I learned something new about candles because I had no idea that they have dyes that you can mix in there. I would have thought like you just use food coloring or something, but you see, I brought wax that I had in the closet for almost probably a year and some months, but yeah, I, hey. It worked out, but it was super fun. Awesome. Glad you liked it. That was my gotta have it. Yeah, that's dope. The candles are awesome, honestly. So for me this week, I would say um, just from, I don't know, life or whatever, or just being addicted to 
trying different herbs that can stimulate you more than Mary Jane at this point like you know I have things to do now and I got a little person to keep up with more Mm -hmm. than anything so it's like I've been trying to figure out okay if I don't want to drink Celsius all the damn time what can I do and that's like herbs because what is Celsius modeling itself after even though it says it got herbs in it um I don't know they're so good but I just don't know um you go to herbs so I've been trying different herbs out but I came across this tea in natural grocers and they probably got it everywhere because it's just the yogi brand little tea bags mm-hmm. um I don't know those are really good I think I saw like a, a tiktok like oh they have heavy metals or something but mm, with the culture teas you don't get that I've okay. been on the culture teas lately mm. The culture, culture candles, tea. culture tea. The culture just, just got vibe, everything, like... honestly, because I I didn't know the culture has tea. Oh yeah, you gotta check out the yeah. website. The the culture actually started as a tea company. That's dope. Um, so that's yeah. dope. That's really dope. The more um, you know. Yeah, I've just been on an infusing kick, and I'm just working on infusing some more stuff right now. Because honestly, this shit is easy and it's nothing to be intimidated by because it is so easy and like the simplest i don't know i i go to natural grocers mostly for herbs because they have very good herbs and they're cheap um but yeah back to this tea it has like black tea um yerba tea i think that's how you say that um and like a bunch of different like heavy caffeine high caffeine concentrated like teas that you would think or sound like that but it doesn't make you feel like that and it actually makes you feel happy i think now it is like four or five dollars but i think it works and i would say as far as like pms or something it was really good for that and it probably is how i came across it um from whoever i saw recommended but Awesome. I would say check that out. That is something that I really needed this week. Um, yeah. yeah. Also, I just want to note for the listeners, like if you are not into citrus flavors, you might not like it. But I think they also had a different one, like a blackberry or something. So I don't I don't know if that's good or not, because I like the little tangerine flavor on the tea. So definitely check that out. And you really at this point you just needed to go to the culture um and check out those teas too because now i am interested in doing the same thing (laughs) um yeah but let's go ahead and get into the show now this week because we have a do you consider yourself a healer or yeah um yeah absolutely what would what is your title like what would you consider yourself i'm an alchemist and then with an alchemist um that means i wear many many hats and hold many different titles um a foot in a couple different realms if you will for the people that have no idea what an alchemist is alchemy isn't there isn't there a rapper that has that in their name too or something yeah absolutely he is a rapper the alchemist okay but t-h-e alchemist for the person that has never heard of an alchemist um 
short, simple description of what what it means to be alchemist, yes, or what do they do? Um, it's the ability to transmute energy, material, matter, people, places, and or things into outcomes, different outcomes, different material, different substances. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Is it the same as a wizard? Or mm -hmm. anything of the sort? Like, wizard is what? Sorcery or something? Like, and this is a very serious question. I just want you to know that. Um, I want to be able to know the difference. Because, of course, like, alchemist naturally sounds like more chemistry. Like, you know, more mm -hmm. realistic in the realm. Where, where a wizard, especially for someone who does not believe in that type of stuff... Um, you think of something that's make-believe you know and magical or whatever two different two different things or i mean perception is reality so it's how you would perceive it um what what a wizard does people perceive is to be mixing herbs and potions together to what heal something or get another outcome right so you're taking scientific scientific properties in these herbs you're mixing them together to make a stronger compound and then when you ingest that you're getting an energetic outcome that you either desired or didn't desire um, whatever be the case there is that um, scientific property behind it so you're dynamically correct when you say um, alchemy sounds a lot more scientific than wizardry and what is the difference the difference is perception mm -hmm. um, some people perceive maybe like I don't want to degrade big pharma or go against big pharma in any way but mm -hmm. um with a holistic healer we know that there is a plant in nature for every ailment in every very much so and every so. um dis-ease that a person could find so Maybe if I decide to go out in nature and pick up, I don't know, some stinging nettle for my cough or my inflamed lungs and put a little lavender with a little rose petal in there now and a little lemon, um, maybe people me. would perceive me. Would you pause your thought really quick on that? Because the fact that, first of all, I've been drinking nettle all week for that reason. Mm -hmm. And you even mentioned it. I don't know. That, I really should have put made that a part of my gotta have it, but continue please i'm sorry the culture tea i'm just saying it's if you it's a line I, mean, I mean you can't sell a tea and not know or you know have these herbs and be a metaphysician like me and not know that these uh metaphysical properties also do have real healing properties so um with that being said um where was i at with my thought oh if a person were to perceive me mixing all of my herbs together in my tea bags and steeping my tea as me being a wizard making a potion, then that's what they would just perceive it as. Which is, and hopefully they perceive everybody attempting to better themselves with shit that is already provided for us, literally freely, nettle, um, what's the other one I really like, mullein. That shit grows everywhere, everywhere literally everywhere all the roots and stuff all the stuff that they you know what i just keep thinking is so crazy like it took a, a colonizer to convince everybody that that root is bad and like it just has continued 
not with every culture right because if especially if you're indigenous to america like you you someone has you know like these are roots and shit that you eat on a daily basis so you can never be convinced that but someone has convinced their great 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 grandchild that dandelions are the are the devil i think once we replace colonizer with capitalism and Mm -hmm. things of that nature we really get to the root of it um of course if you can capitalize on something um financially in this 3d matrix where finances are the main drive of this society then yeah they're going to marginalize you out of it they're going to monopolize that industry and they're going to definitely manipulate the perspective on what is beneficial and what is not that god put here for you and me i mean in 1960 i'm sorry in 1930 they were drinking coca-cola to cure headaches so they were drinking crack to cure (laughs) Coca-Cola, yeah. That's wild. And colds and coughs and things like that. That was their cough medicine. That was literally a medicine, a bottle of medicine, Coca-Cola. It had a lot of different purposes because I believe something for cars too. Well, that came out later. Um, Even now to this day, I don't, I myself don't drink soda. I don't knock anybody. Um, Just please understand that any of these opinions expressed by me are not to degrade anybody. They're just my personal preferences and how I live my life. But I don't drink soda. Um, I know that in CSI work, they literally clean up um, crime scenes with soda because it destroys DNA. Wow. So, something well, to think about when you... Sprite burns your fucking throat when you drink it. Or like, actually, maybe two weeks ago, I had some ginger ale and I went in, like the gas station ginger ale. I know it's not real ginger ale. A matter of fact, it don't have a lick of fucking ginger in it. It's like corn syrup, sugar... But I still drink the it, safest right? carbonated like, beverage you're gonna right. get if you're gonna get a carbonated. None of them there are but, safe, but so like I had that, but I'm telling you, I had to like take breaks, just mini sips of it because it was so carbonated, which is like good sometime, but like the it was just over like a, a chemical almost, like literally yeah. like a chemical. I'm surprised I didn't burn in my natural. Damn stomach. The more you eat natural and the more your body detects it like, whoa, yeah, corn sherp sugar, like a thick layer on your tongue. And you're like, Ugh, I need to get this off of me. Well, and the fact that you speak on that is like sometimes why I just won't do stuff like you've seen it. Like if there shit look good, like the ribs on your birthday, like that shit look good. But like the way my taste buds and stuff react Mm -hmm. because I've done the I'm going to go raw or plant-based for this you know 90 days or whatever like every time you do that your shit resets and it awakens these taste buds and like honestly this overall awareness over your damn body like nothing else but that never leaves you so even when you go back and you might get a fix for something Mm -hmm. i fried fish one sunday because i was just like oh that sounds so so good to me last last sunday i think because i went to the Asian Mart when we got back from our trip that like I ate it fresh but then once I tried to eat it again it just did not taste good oh man like the flavor completely changed I was like I just gotta throw this away like fuck it uh, take the L there but yeah that's that's crazy absolutely um but yeah wizards and alchemists very similar depending on how you um look at things yeah i literally just had somebody ask me 
Well, um, you know, when we attend our farmer's market, the Mobetta Greens, actually, that's another thing about Gotta Have It. Um, some of the cabbage that they had at Mobetta Greens um, this past week, I used to fry cabbage for the dishes that More I egg sell. egg rolls or something? No. No, I, th I think I... Last night when I got back and I like looked and I saw, oh, okay, you posted something and you posted like your menu of what you. Yeah, that was the menu. First so of it all, wasn't egg rolls. She's not only like an alchemist in this this healing world, like she makes really good food. And literally at the mo literally at the farmer's market, every week she sells out. She literally sell out. So yeah, whatever cabbage she's talking about, I hope she run that back. Cause I, are you running that back for the finale of the season? I guess I'm, I might I'm have to. I might really have to run that fried cabbage back. They were. It was my first time making it, um, and it was your first time. Mm -hmm. Is that is that because you are you grew up in Denver? Cause I don't think people. A lot of people make cabbage here like that. Um, like yeah. I know the re the reason why when you look at how people make cabbage here they make it like a soup yeah and I don't I've never really been partial to that style of cabbage now I went to the south a couple times and I had the, the cabbage that way and I was thinking it was the way that they had boiled it I was like how they boil it like this like every time they boil it's it like a boil from fry. where like I'm you from really say fry, but it's it's like boil fry. But, but like, no, cornbread. when I was tasting theirs, yeah, I, I made cornbread too. And but cabbage. it was vegan too. Vegan cornbread. And I found a replacement for eggs. Like, completely vegan cornbread. Crazy. What's crazy for that is like. And it was accidental. That's if you, you want to, really like, kitchen you know, it's like the cakiest vegan cornbread is like with applesauce. I hate to say it. Like, it just makes it so moist. But I don't know. I've told you before, like, especially if, if I'm on the path of, like, I'm just decided, like, I'm going to do all, excuse me, um, vegetables, like, I'll just do that and try not to do no starches or nothing. But if I'm open to it, I'm going to go to an egg for certain things. And cornbread is one of those things. Because not me. Not after what I did. There's but no there's way. so many options. And I've tried them, like, there's so I'm not really no knocking them at all. Back. But I think the applesauce made, like, the cake is, like firm like nice and then um like I'm gonna let you, well, I, hope, I hope for the finale you come and you'll be able to try <laughs> some more cornbread um vegan cornbread look, with no egg in there look, i'm i'm all for it i'm not against it at all but circling back to what you were saying about um white magic and things of that nature i literally just had one of the why i brought up the mobetta greens farmer's market i had a um a uh, fellow vendor, Miss Karen, I love her. Um, her and Miss Janet, they run the jewelry booth mm -hmm. up there. Um, she said, someone tell me you do white magic. Now, what is that? Because she said, I've never heard of white magic. And I said, ma'am, I have no idea what and that is. And who was telling her it was white magic? I couldn't, I don't know. I, I'm not concerned with that part. But my thing is, their perception of it was just like that. Um of me being Reiki, doing Reiki healings and tarot readings and selling herbs and crystals and sage and things of that nature, to them is considered like white magic. And now do they feel like that about the other vendors that come out there and do that? Cause there's been other vendors that, you know, attend the Mobetta farmer's market that are in that 
room too. I believe that so. that's their perception of it, and okay. that's what I'm saying as they far are as older. perception. They are no, older, but Karen's, I don't know. That's Karen's not really perception nice. is not of that. She was very, mm. she was confused as to what even white magic was, because okay. you know, thing she didn't understand what that is. Okay. So I, I, I told her I don't know. I've never practiced it a day in my life. But um, what I do know is I don't know why white magic sounds so much more evil than actual, <laughs> like just magic. Like white magic sounds like when you put a color on it. <laughs> it sounds black like it got it's hooded. No, but it just yeah, it just sounds hooded. I don't know. Black black magic don't sound as scary as white magic. I don't know why. All right. That's like and I, I know, heard it dynamically are. different. Like I heard like white witches were supposed allegedly in the pagan realm. Now this is pagan realm, but I don't want the pagans to or the Wiccans to come after me because, like I said, I'm speaking from my level of understanding, and I allow everybody else to do that. Um, even though you may not allow that from me, that's just how I am. Um, it's my understanding that in the pagan realm, if you are a white witch or a white witchcraft practitioner, that you do good magic and then if you are a black magic practitioner it's more of like the hexing binding conjuring demons and things of that nature in the pagan realm i find that so um interesting just simply because even in fucking scare movies like what who is portraying the demon who is portraying the evil spirit like a white person like is, is there and i'm not saying like now completely take away like a white and black like i don't think that have anything to do with your damn skin color like it's like what are your beliefs your i think soul? yeah like what are you really after but i i do think overall that's just what people think when it comes to certain just magic in a whole that is evil sometimes and again i don't think that have nothing to do with your skin tone so yeah i don't i don't understand i don't understand and i definitely don't want to learn anything from a pagan that worship a tree at some point mm. um I don't know. There's been For a couple own... cool things that the pagans have have derived with and things of that nature. A lot of the fairies and I don't know. Like I said, I have a foot in many different realms. I don't disrespect any of them. Yeah. I do. I feel like me personally, and I respect what you say. I feel like I can learn from just about any Anyone. living thing, anything with a heartbeat, yeah. anything with a consciousness. I can learn from. There is, and that. I don't mind learning. I am open to learning. Yeah. I don't have to necessarily um, adhere to succumb to or subscribe to what another person believes but i am capable of respecting it infinitely even if i don't understand it agreed definitely agreed um i i do think everything has some type of lesson attached to it for sure and really, I don't really pay much attention to nothing about... I've heard, you know, why Christmas, like the, the meaning of Christmas and actually what type of um, rituals and stuff were done during that time. And then you've heard like the conspiracy rituals and shit from, uh, what's his name? Pharaoh or whatever, who's completely insane now. But my mom at some point used to try to send stuff to me. He's... I guess at some point was very wise. He is a wise young black man, but um, what happens usually to people when they get a little following and money, 
they go a little insane and he's kind of doing that um now we've seen somebody real time in real life in this real realm plastic shaman go insane I understand. Yeah. I see well, how it happens. You know, some and sometimes they're not even plastic shamans, but in this case, in this realm, I, in this instance, he, where I'm whatever to it, it was, like my mom usually don't even like she's not really into that type of stuff. But the books and stuff that he was sharing are very valid um, knowledge. Yeah, v- exactly. So he proved to her, and at least in that sense, like he was reliable in that area, and then. She kind of was like, you know, subscriber. So she got to see the other shit that came outside of, you know, that knowledge once once he reached a certain point in his um, career, so mm-hmm. to speak, because he is a YouTuber and has spoken different conventions and shit. People actually trust him and follow him. But yeah, he like put out this crazy like um, he was walking around, you know, how they do those interviews um, like they're walking around a mall or whatever and they stop people like, oh, is your chain real? Stupid little shit like that. Okay. But he would do that with like a pamphlet of why you shouldn't celebrate Christmas and what it means, the, you know, Satan and blah, 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 like all of these things, showing these people these graphic just well, things or whatever. So I feel like that approach is so damn harsh. And, and when you become, and I don't like to say that people are not real spiritualists, but when you really dive into authenticity, I'm sorry, authentic spirituality, um, you understand that it goes beyond ego. You have no right to sit there and tell somebody that they should not practice anything. What you can do is provide the information and allow their consciousness to perceive it how they want to, how they need to, what feels safe for them, like sitting there. Ego will tell you that you need to change somebody's structure, change who a person is and, and judge a person for how they're living because they're not living according to what you perceive somebody should be living their life like. And when you come from that authentic space you'll you'll learn that what i can do is put the knowledge out here for you like when you really read the bible there are instances in the bible where it says moses and other other constituents um went and stole women from villages and got them for other people to marry in bible passages and in hmm. in the same bible that these people are telling you that you want to follow and things of that nature um a lot of these deities are or i'm sorry not even deities a lot of these prophets like um esther's brother are raping them and pillaging them and like harming them but we're pushed to read the read the bible and adhere to the bible and when you actually put knowledge out there like that yeah well the bible kind of promotes raping kidnapping pillaging slavery and all that the other bible things. is is wild actually and like i actually see like a lot of people say that like oh it's really juicy like once you realize the stories but it's like yeah what the fuck honestly and that's a this is but, a completely different topic for another day but honestly it it deserves some looking into because i've seen too many documentaries like real national geographic shit where they're trying to track down jesus because he should have a bloodline mary should have a bloodline of some sort because i mean again another subject for another day but absolutely there should be some 
bloodline somewhere. Absolutely. I bring up the Bible just to say like there are instances where people like Christians will, Christians in other religions um, outside of Christianity, but subdivisions of it will tell you that you need to adhere to these sacred texts. And in these sacred texts, these gods are doing awful things. And it's like, well, this God, I'm sorry, this God is doing awful things. And it's like, if you present that to them and you take out it being God and you just put another name on it. Mm -hmm. Is someone allowed to do these kind of things? So then it that's how you allow consciousness to wake up. Telling someone going around with this pamphlet telling them, oh, you don't, you should never worship uh, God or you should never celebrate Christmas or do these things is very harsh and very egotistical. It, exactly. In my, in my, exactly. And again, this no, is my no own matter opinion. Which, what your belief is, that shit is crazy. Because one, my mind your business honestly and respect whatever it is yeah one of the reasons when like she was sending it to me is like i just didn't like his delivery like it's very uh, da, da, da. i hate people that talk at you if they're trying to share yeah, something yeah, like, with don't you don't whisper to me or anything that's completely fine but if you're sharing some information there is no reason you should be like it's like I can't tell the like you mad at me or you mad. First of all, I, I also understand being upset to the point where you find out something that literally just re like reconstructs everything you know about a topic in your mind. Mm -hmm. So I get being mind blown about that. But to be yelling at me trying to share your knowledge about this thing is insane wild literally insane so that's why i never uh like listen to him or anything um but yeah so there's uh, all in all because we got off a little we didn't really it's like we're conversating so it's cool but a leader that i've or someone that is considered a leader to somebody somebody you know subscribed to his message and followed him through all the way until now mm -hmm. but like every source is not a good source and again we got one on the show so yeah um do you feel like and honestly it's not i know you don't feel like this more so um can any of the practice in i guess what's like a better way to to go like to go about it than saying like the metaphysical like dealing with the metaphysical dealing with metaphysics or whatever like what's a better way to go about it even if you don't feel like you're on a spiritual journey but like what's a better way to a simpler way to refer to that actually that is of? the simplest way to um the more complicated way to refer to it is a religious approach or a spiritual approach because a spiritual approach um leaps into then quantum physics when you deal with metaphysics, metaphysics is a, the ultimate structure of your reality. And meta is literally a self-referencing um, occurrence or subject or focal point. So when you actually get into the etymology of the word um, meta and then your physics, um, which is your physical structure phenomena occurring in real time, um, that's how that's literally the more simplest approach because then you're not feeling like oh i'm this spiritual person taking these herbs to enlighten myself no i'm literally drinking mullen so that my lungs become better i'm taking a more metaphysical approach which happened to be the holistic way where i 
cut out all of the, uh, the extra additives from big pharma, from spirituality, from religion, and I get straight to just the plant itself and the metaphysics, the ultimate structure mm. of the reality. Cool. Yeah, because I can tell you right now, the herbs are not, there's nothing magical about them, actually. Um, I beg to differ. I mean, as far as I their really properties to are, so yeah, maybe I didn't word that and right, I, but I mean, their properties I, are very, there are healing properties, but I think they're, because there's so much promotion of like how magical certain herbs are or like you know it's real popular for everyone to think oh i'm just gonna get some blue lotus and i'm gonna see fucking mars or whatever it's really not that it's not that simple and that's not the experience everyone gets not at um, all. But you know, what your I body's is... gonna call on that herb to do something differently too. Is something I believe than like the person next to you too. Um, but yeah, go ahead. What I believe is herbs are definitely magical um, because it's perception, how you perceive life. Life in in and of itself is magical. The fact that a bird landing on a flower and then landing on a tree and then landing on another plant can literally cross-pollinate, cross-mutate, cross-geneticize plants, create more life, spread life. That right there is a magical process that somebody just looking at it with their perception, a basic perception of it, just sees a bird flying, landing, and flying again. Where not realizing that those actions, those small little actions are creating billions and billions and billions of pathways for new life to form. Um, the herbs that we take, it you doing a damage to your lungs by smoking plant medicine or inhaling any type of um, combustion, because that's literally what it is, a, carcin a carcinogen combustion. Um, you inhaling that. And being just able, smoking is what she's talking about. And being... People that don't understand. And being able to take a tea, drink, make a tea from plants that you walked around in your backyard and collected and repair your lungs from the damage that you consciously did to your lungs. I feel like that's magical. Um, being able to take lavender and repel spiders from your home, repel all kind of other pests, bed bugs. Lavender is definitely a super herb. Heal yourself. Like, I feel like that's magical, but you have to have that perception of life. We're gonna take, sorry, we, we still, <laughs> I threw her off because I feel like I gotta get a little content of us. Um, we got this lovely setup, so definitely just getting a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. For me, um, herbs are definitely magical. It's just how you look at life. Um, I look at it to be like I don't know like when I want to have a little love come to me I make some rose petal tea put some honey and a little cinnamon in that to me that's magic like that's kitchen alchemy it's magic yes what's crazy is you doing alchemy if you cook a lot and stuff anyways like if you got some type of routine that is alchemy in a way now people that do not have these things they they don't experience this so i again like i i've just come to the point where i just understand like some of us really live in different realities and stuff and we you can't even get upset at somebody when they just simply do not understand because they literally just do not understand not familiar with it and 
also you just think like shit people are just trying to survive every day with the best knowledge every that day. they can just like with Karen like she was almost offended on my behalf that someone would perceive what I do to be white witchcraft but like I say I, I meet people at their level of understanding I'm never offended I like ego me when I first got into this realm and I first thought well I first got my little couple of books and things of that nature I never practiced on anybody but I would get in these group with these collectives and ego was telling me like oh they don't know enough or they're not studying enough or and then other people looking at what me and my collective are doing as witchcraft it was really offensive like ego was telling me to be offended by that and I was like thank you if you feel like I can do magic like that and turn your ass to a frog or some shit cool I look thank think that about me please yeah actually if that keeps you in line yeah. that's cool with me honestly. and it's, it's not even about that about keeping anyone in line it's just about however you perceive me I respect it at, at this point there's nothing I could do about it it's not even it has it's not any of my business what the hell you think about me hello but when you decide to feel comfortable enough to share your perception of reality with me I respect how you perceive reality Honestly, a word. <laughs> a word. Yeah. We're gonna throw snaps in there. I can't wait till I can like learn to throw like little sound effects in there because I would put in a, a jazz snap for that because Oh yeah. The way the way like when you understand that, like shit is just people's perspective and like I am maybe eighty five percent like healed from understanding that. And I say healed from because especially like, honestly, I think any kids born after 2000, like they are going to, it's going to take a long time for them to realize that because social media has been such a big part of their like lives and growing up. Realize what that perception is reality. Yeah. Where, where they are. I think that they already know that to be honest. I think that they, they helped a lot of our generation come to understanding that. I do think they are very honest and and I feel like that this generation of these 2000 kids, I feel like they get a lot of pressure, but they are some of the most self-aware, self-reflective and Mm -hmm. responsible little creatures that are coming out like i call everybody a creature i'm a creature too i'm not all the way human and neither are you but that's just my conspiracy theory we get in to i get time. her to talk about coochie creatures on this episode because <laughs> <laughs> um well yeah with the plastic shamans and things of that nature but um yeah those those young adults are literally tapping into their self their inner self and being able to project that on the outside. Now, a lot of society might not be comfortable that some of them perceive themselves when they tap into themselves as a masculine energy if they're cis femme or a feminine energy if they're cis male but or a non-binary energy. But, you know, if... Do you practice heavily in that, like, along some... Or maybe not along the lines, but, like... Hmm. Like practice what exactly like as far as like so for example like if i'm trans and i feel like a she like what energies are you operating off of you know like do the like do you go off of that or do you go based off of like i don't know that that's is probably a lot deeper than what you can touch on with what i'm asking but as far as like if i feel like he 
are you connecting or picking up the energy from he or the she that I actually am? Honestly, I don't I don't deal with genders. My my readings are or my work is very rarely gender specific to be honest with you. It's always a conscious frequency. So um much like when I tell people when they speak about religion and they speak about God and they put a gender on it, I don't affix any gender to God. I don't affix any gender to a soul because when your soul comes, it just, it, I don't know if you've ever seen the Netflix series Altered Carbon or the anime Altered Carbon, either the animated or the um, real life version of it, but you're I just, so. in, in my perception of reality, and this is my opinion, you are consciousness wearing an organic time machine that has an expiration date and you're here playing with physical matter just ether this is ether is physical matter at that point because it's an atomic structure once you move atoms around and protons around you create physical structure from light like atoms are literally light particles yeah so with that being said my perception of people are not gender it's all soul frequency okay. is way beyond whatever meat suit you're wearing and so that's why yeah, I, I understand suit. and respect people when they say that their gender makeup because I am a studier of the Kabbalion and the um the hermetic principles and I understand that everything is gender so that principle of everything being gender I can respect somebody telling me that the avatar that they're wearing doesn't match the gender that they're feeling with their frequency, that they're feeling a more masculine um, frequency in their soul consciousness, but their avatar came here and incarnated as feminine. Maybe that's the only avatar that was available that your consciousness could come into and that's what you got. So, or maybe in another life, you were a masculine energy and when you reincarnated, you probably didn't get your cash partition cleared all the way. And so that residual memory of being a masculine energy has incarnated into this feminine body. Hmm. Either way, I, I don't have those feelings, so I cannot speak on it from that perception. I can only speak on it from the perception of the outside looking in and how I respect and operate with those energies and entities. Okay, cool. So my next question, um hmm. are you open to not really sharing like the full like whatever events took place for you to get to this part of your life but more so what led it led you to it like brought your interest to it and definitely like um if you had an encounter um because this is the main part of the show, which is the soul searching show or part of the show, excuse me. Um, and, you know, that's what soul and grace is about. Right. So what like hit your soul that made you or like fucking sealed the deal on like, oh, yeah, this is it. Like, this is this is the right path for me. Real wisdom. I mean, knowledge when. I started, like I said, I started reading the Bible. I was, I was brought innately into Christianity. And I think that 
it's very important to realize as a person that you don't have to have some traumatic experience that I think that a lot of people try to capitalize um, on this influential. Sorry. Sorry. I just church trauma, even though like, I don't know. I stopped going to church at, I don't know, 13, 14. No, I definitely wasn't like a freshman or a sophomore, but we, you know, who T.D. Jakes is, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mega fucking church. Mm-hmm. Super rich man. Cult following. The freaking church property is insane. Mm-hmm. And it's probably like, it's probably tripled since the last time I went in like 20... 11 yeah like parking lots on parking lots people are walking up this steep ass mountain to or it's not really that steep because he keep building stuff on it (laughs) but like an impressive amount of land for this mega church for Mm -hmm. people to to go to um my grandma in her neighborhood where she lives at um there's like baptist christian churches there so she will she will go to church with those communities or whatever so completely different experience but my experience with churches has always been the same doesn't matter who i'm with why am i in church crying about something i don't even know like what i did but honestly i don't think like i don't even think it's like i'm crying but what if i was just really just uncomfortable with all of the damn energies all up in the place because why is everybody dressed up? This was before Instagram was like a big deal, but like everybody in their Sunday best to a different level, like they going down the red carpet, like people falling out crying and stuff. And I, I get that people get the Holy Spirit, but sometimes that shit is just over, overdoing it to me. I don't know. I know spirit hits you differently. Spirit, spirit has never hit me where I just want to fall out and fucking flap on the ground like a fish yet it's made me want to go move my body run around fucking you know go outside go suck up the sun go whatever but it's never made me feel like that but church has always made me cry doesn't matter what they're preaching about just makes me cry so it's never been my thing now not saying I don't have a relationship with God we are not bashing the church because I do get for some people like that is the only way they can really get community, even though sometimes it's a fucked up version of community, in, in my opinion, because they're going to talk about you and spread your business, but help you. And then something about people just being Bible thumpers just never sits right with me as far as, um, and cut me off if I'm offending you or anything, please. But, but I'm just, I'm just saying in the most like, polite way that I can, that because the bible thumping is wild to be at the next like be a happy hour right after church to go to go be a fucking glutton right after church is just paying your tithes fucking you know whatever like the way especially like i don't know it's probably just all churches because i've experienced catholic and christian churches but yeah, it's just, that's just my view on this, you know. I get you. Yeah. Um, b- trying to get back into how I got into my spiritual journey. Um, and I say this to say, 
or not discredit anybody else's start or introduction to spirituality, but um, no traumatic experience really took place for me. Like a lot of people have these near death experiences, damn near some really traumatizing shit. They're like, okay, I have to get my shit together and like come to God. Um, I do appreciate the church. However, um, I will say without my roots and growing up in the church, I was saying that to say me starting actually in the church was my first actual knowledge of God. I feel like everybody in philosophy, it'll teach you that, um, most creatures, um, with consciousness have this innate knowingness about God. Um, they might not know what it is. Some people affix a gender to it, whatever. They know that there's this source of something divine of a higher power. Mm -hmm. And most people do acknowledge that. Um, I thank Christianity and my roots in the Baptist Pentecostal church growing up for giving me some type of direction first, not just leaving me a blank slate out here. Now they did put a lot of impressions on me and you have to do Descartes. Um, when you get into metaphysics, you understand that you're studying philosophy. So I'm very studied in philosophy. You get into Descartes, um, episteme of knowledge and you totally discard all of the things that you've learned. Everything is an apple, whether it's a good apple or a bad apple, you take every apple in the bunch that has been imprinted on you and you throw that out and you allow yourself to go through life and see what is for you and what is not. Mm -hmm. So what introduced me into the metaphysical realm and really unplugged me from my ties to spirit, I'm sorry, to uh, religion was the fact that I read the Bible unbiasedly without this devout dedication to some sky wizard daddy who is going to grant my blessings if I tell all of my sins, repent all of my sins, or adhere to these commandments in the Bible where I'm seeing other entities in the Bible break these commandments. You're going and storming villages and pillaging villages and burning them down and sacrificing people and telling he who does not pay their taxes or he who does not abide or he who does not worship the God must perish. And you're killing people. You're literally killing humans, other humans in this Bible. You're raping other humans and you're allowing all this shit to go down. So learning that, I was like, uh, huh, with this episteme of knowledge, I don't really think I want to subscribe to Christianity because if the God who says that you uh, you do all things, you are all things, that means you're all things bad too. And all of the bad things that I'm reading, that means that you, you have to take ownership of that as well. These are not the follies of men because you say that you are that you are. So you are everything. So that unplugged me from my religious ties and I'm like, well, where do I go from here? It took me to a more spiritual approach. And in that spiritual approach, it allowed me to see that um, there's divinity in all things. I got my start with knowledge, essentially by reading, by learning more. I would um, get spiritual upgrades is what I call them, um, of consciousness where thoughts and ideas just come into my mind and it felt just like an upload of information. And it's like, okay. Now I'm gonna go research that and find out more. And literally knowledge, without knowledge, there is no spirituality for me. So knowledge is actually how I got my true start into spirituality. Hmm.
I own and operate the culture, which is a metaphysical business. But in that metaphysical business, it literally started as a clothing company. My clients and people that I work with, I was sharing my own journey and what I was learning like about herbs and, and things of that nature. And so I started creating teas for myself to help myself with a nausea condition that I had. And other people who suffer from the same nausea condition saw that it was helping me and they reached out. And it literally took my focus off trying to start an oversaturated, start in an oversaturated market with this clothing line and this clothing brand. And it slowly over time, people and my knowledge of things have pulled me into creating the culture into a metaphysical business, into what it is, um, just by simply learning, sharing that I drink this tea for my stomach and somebody else needs this tea for their stomach. And they're like, hey, do you think you can make a tea for my skin? And I'm like, okay, I'll learn how to do that. So true knowledge led me to my spiritual journey. I've had spiritual encounters and definitely um, spiritual freaky, psychic, abnormal, whatever you want to call it, paranormal um, encounters and situations, definitely. And that is another realm that I hop into. Hmm. That's, that's cool. I feel like I'm not going to go too much into like what led me to mine because I do that on another episode or I'm planning an episode out because I'm just going to sort of tell all of the truths to the journey I guess and it's not that they're bad or anything but just like it's, it's all pretty detailed I guess mm-hmm. um yeah because briefly or just a little bit um just looking at our time okay um most it was nothing bad it definitely was not anything bad because I do feel like um some of the things that because I was a model in in LA and in Hollywood and stuff um some of those things were like more so lessons and just like eye openers of things to look out for and because I paid attention to those things I did not end up getting abused and so that's where like my story just kind of takes a change but fast forward I move here um to Colorado and honestly I had already been like doing the vegan thing um and that was before like vegan before they had all this new process organic vegan ways to eat like so it was really more plant-based it was very plant-based because it was all led by Dr. Sabi make sure our episode got processed but yeah so my journey simply was just I knew I was not gonna move here and go to a church Uh, that was completely off the table again if you are a church goer I have nothing against it but I do understand like I have a bible have always had a bible around somewhere because that's just what happened you know like as you got older you got newer bibles you get the teen bible the adult bible there's always been so a Bible around me. Doesn't matter. They hang you around the, at the hotels and on the planes too. All of these things. So, um, 
yeah I just knew that's not the route that I wanted to take so it was more of like at some point also because when I would go places or go do jobs or whatever I would interact with people in different cities and different you know new or old connections that I have in those places and come back and then it would be like by myself or then when I met Colin it would be like we would be together or whatever like you know that but again that's like peaceful that's relaxed yeah. it's, it's a lot of still a lot of time by myself so that's what kind of led me to it um, not necessarily searching for like oh I need a God to worship because as far as I'm concerned like I feel like we all have the same there are a, a number of gods and goddesses and angels and all of these different things like that exists in this in this world or universe or in that realm right but also for the most part we ideally like it's not that we're all praying to different gods and capitalism has got into the churches I feel like in a sense too besides like the history of everything like um it's it's just a cult to me all churches are cults I don't I don't know they're happy cults if, if it makes you feel good it doesn't matter um but yeah so I just knew that's not how what I wanted to go down or whatever so that's how I kind of got into it and lots of time by myself to listen to myself which is honestly the the best god not you know i don't know some people might be against that but yeah i'm my own god and when i honor that god that i am like shit is amazing so it that has really just kept me on on the track of it and then again the awareness is crazy like it's, it's just the awareness you get man but so when one is seeking this thing or this other god that they might think it is so they realize oh shit it's really me wow like oh look at what i can do for myself when i focus on myself and when i use these different herbs and and prayers and fucking just everything that nature provides to to me when i use that to pour into me how that fucking benefits me and how that makes me feel Mm -hmm. and I just feel like it makes you feel soulful as fuck but yeah in the metaphysics cool realm for a newbie do you feel like they need to go all in you know I I referenced it to you before the show like I'm gonna have my head wrap on I don't know why y'all think listening to Erica Badu is enough even though I am a huge fan of her but I love Mama E she 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 is amazing she is amazing Um, definitely people say go all in i'm i would first ask them what does a head wrap mean to you and then because that's where i i i ask people these questions and it seems condescending and it seems a little narcissistic and maybe it is from a healing standpoint because what does go all in mean and what does a head wrap mean to you why would you wear a head wrap Hmm. have you studied what a head wrap is what would you need a head wrap for when you look at a head wrap and you put it on your head why would you do that do you want to cover your hair Hmm. like things of that nature i don't i don't particularly 
think that anybody needs any herbs, crystals, sage, teas, or anything to be spiritual, to um, manifest prosperous outcomes. They are tools. They help amplify the space. They help you wow. focus your intentions and feel better and things of that nature. But honestly, it's soul deep. It's literally between you and yourself. The only thing that can help you advance in any realm and any aspect is you getting attuned with you, following somebody and making somebody else your standard or your comp, your competition or your goal means that you're a, you're succumbing to yourself to their personal best. You don't know what your personal best is. You're looking at what that person was able to achieve and are trying to. Uh, what they've achieved from themselves for you so go all in as far as what what are you trying to achieve are you trying to be the yogi shaman guru who's floating levitating in in space and why what would that do for you do you understand what type of things you have to give up to be a light being like that like things of that nature is um to get on this feeling this healing journey I would say go to the knowledge if you heard what i say where i started my journey i started with the knowledge getting a book and saying it's just a regular herbal book like wow if what i'm taking at big pharma isn't helping my stomach but i could take these compound of herbs in a tea and just put it in a tea bag and drink that that's helping me um that's where i started like some start people with don't your even knowledge. realize how easily accessible the information is the information the tools whatever like and i'm saying outside of like a google search like the library the library the library i'm so embarrassed to say like the most i've ever went to the library since i've had a kid but that's because like they got stuff for kids and mm -hmm. yeah whatever but first of all they have every book they got yeah. all the books all absolutely books. maybe they don't have some of them especially like as far as like our topic goes but but start they there. have get enough a book. of go them. get you a book don't sit there and listen to you can listen to thousands of um influencers on instagram half of which who got their information from another influencer who got it from a backwoods swamp what, ass witch on the said? back door on the back end that really got they shit from another influencer that they heard and picked up here and there like literally go get find you a source text with cited words works cited some references in there some peer-reviewed knowledge and go read you something you said something earlier um or just a few minutes ago that what did you say like these wow oh, i can't remember but you really can't follow the people that are on social media oh the people that are healing like you saw what it did for them you literally do not even know what it's going to do for you, even though it's going to have a good outcome. But like, but they profit off of that, too. That's that's what I really just hate to see. Well, a lot you of know? the times these people, what you see on the Internet, what you see on the Internet is what they want, a picture that is being painted on this Internet. So when you're starting your healing journey and you see like a girl and she's like, oh, I do Yoni Steams like really break down the herbs break down the herbs that she's doing in the yoni steams ask the ask the person ask the entity what types of herbs are in this yoni steam and then you yourself outside of google if google is all that you have i'm not shaming you for google being the only thing that you have but you yourself need to be looking up the metaphysical property of rose if that's one of her um ingredients in her yoni steam and things of that nature and see what rose does for the body what it does for your anatomy and physiology as whatever gender you came in this world as and you 
when you were doing these type of things anyways the not only should that person that's like selling or recommending those products um have this knowledge but you as a person especially a person with a fucking vagina you need to know how it works how your womb works how uh, literally how it works because honestly it is a self-cleansing thing first of all the way that our bodies are so godlike in the sense that they naturally know what to do everything knows exactly what to do our only job and to me this is how i just sum it up i'm sure there's somebody that wants school for the shit that can make it sound even better but every organ knows what to do our only job is to fucking give it the proper environment to function properly the body is is self-cleansing i'm a psychology major who is majoring in neuroscience actually so with that being said, you're definitely right. The brain and the body, it's biological and There's alchemical no processes. They know exactly what to do. And it's a telltale sign. Like my my suggestion for people is no, you don't need to go all in because when you go all in, you're literally throwing dollars, thousands of dollars, thousands of hours, energy, consciousness at things and you don't even have a grasp of what it is figure out what direction you want to go if what you're interested in right now is buying a rose quartz crystal because someone said it was love really study what crystals are before you even buy your first crystal buy a crystal book and literally study what the crystal is or invest 10 20 minutes on youtube university going down geodes not just crystals because crystals is the metaphysical i'm sorry the the spiritual woo woo fluff fluff on the shit literally look up geodes what are geodes what do geodes do how do people feel around certain um geographical structures and things of that nature what would it why would you want this geode in your life understand that and the information is there for you that have no information about it yeah, before you buy a crystal, it's all buy a there. crystal book yeah it's really all there for you to look into um yeah yoni steams are wild though seriously be careful with that because yeah yeah you know all you we... really need to do i i don't i never understand why i do under i i do realize now that people aren't really listening to they're not questioning um what um background someone really has when it comes to these things other than like oh they've given a lot of yoni seams and it seems like they know about the herbs but why are you not just telling them to eat better because that is what input equals output that's exactly everything if you if anybody reads any of my posts i mean well anybody in my tribe knows that i literally input equals output what you put into the body is an output it literally will give you the results that you want so if you are putting trash into your body your skin is going to be broken out you're going to have highs you're going to be fatigued you're going to have plaque you're going to have yeast all kind of things like candidiata um this telltale signs what you put into your body your input is your output so if in this metaphysical realm if you want to really advance yourself in spirituality if you really want to advance in spirituality you have to um take yourself through learning first start there go all in yes go all the way in with learning what it is that you're interested in because there's no race or like there's no reason to rush um and overstand understand and understand that your spiritual journey is unique to you ego when you get on this spiritual journey will have you looking at your life and thinking that the way that you live because you drink alkaline water and somebody else is drinking aquafina that you're so much more better than them 
and that you need to preach at them and tell them that they need to drink alkaline water. No, when their body and their kidneys and whatever their functions give them the output from the input that they've put in, a wise man will change. They will realize they will wake up organically and innately and make the changes that are needed for their own life. I am a, a proud advocate of, of advising people not to drink Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I in mean, the nicest way, though, because there are like the facts that are out there. But the ego studies, will tell you yeah. that ego will tell you that these people don't need to drink Aquafina. But what do you? What provisions do you make to make sure that this person has a lifetime supply and access to alkaline water? Sure. If you can't make well, those provisions, even, then you don't. I don't have, even you really believe don't. in that. I don't even believe in that anymore. For for a while, I mean. I, that's any of the any yeah. any water that as far any, as I go, any brand that a person whatever you believe in works. looking at a person and looking down or advocating that they don't drink that cool it's yeah. great that you let them know that but yeah what's your reason behind sharing that too with the person like are you just sharing it to shame them or are you sharing it to yeah because if knowledge? you don't if you aren't really leading them to a water source that they can tap into for the rest of their life yeah maybe save your opinion because they're probably doing the best they can with what they got yeah yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Um, yeah. In in this realm, you'll get from me that knowledge is really the key to life. Um, the key to expansion is knowledge. Knowledge of self, knowledge of the people, places, and things that you are wanting to indulge yourself in. And then really humility. I'm not saying that you need to be humbled by yourself, but really taking ego out of things. Like when you get into the spiritual realm, the most detrimental thing you can do is project your consciousness, your awareness or whatever it is onto someone else. You can share your light. You can, sh you can be your own light. And if someone asks you organically how to shine like how you shine, then you have the full Yes. authority to help lead them to the way that they want to be but you don't have the right to look down at somebody's life and how they're living and judge them for how they're living or try to make adjustments to their life when you watch the movie the matrix it says you can't wake a mind before it is ready to be woken you can't unplug a mind before it's ready to be awakened from the matrix people have to be led organically to their shape Y'all <laughs> really don't let ego really in this realm. I got an episode coming up about, and it literally is called ego versus self. And like some of the things like I'll talk about on the show, like even though I don't want to get like too deep and just just very deep when it comes to that, because ego is such a big thing, and we are always operating most most likely always operating in ego and so that episode like i've i've been like doing these reading all of these different articles from like college fucking studies and stuff like that because there's so many um good studies on like the mind and just that impact on ego right but that's mm -hmm. a different that's a different thing but it is called ego versus self because the way we'll shut things out or even as far as starting your say okay yeah you get on this this journey but then you also ego is telling you you need to hurry up you got something to rush to you got some you're trying to get somewhere like yeah. you're trying to heal right why are you not doing that so ego is like you know it's good and bad sometimes but yeah um as far as that goes 
do you feel like knowledge is duality or you got something to do with that? Well, absolutely. Knowledge is duality. Knowledge is a tool. Knowledge can be manipulated like on one end of the spectrum. When we look at Chateau slavery, the slaves were literally um, brainwashed into thinking that this God, this benevolent God wanted all beings to be enslaved, especially African beings. And so their captors used that knowledge of the Bible and teaching them the Bible, the word of God, to tell them that they were supposed to be enslaved and that this is what God wanted in God's perfect world. This is what he wanted was y'all to be slaves. So yeah, I feel like there is duality in knowledge. Knowledge can be good and knowledge can be bad. Um, it's the people who get knowledge and want to um, infringe on another person's human experience on their existence. In my opinion, that's when it's not in the positive aspect of a person's most high good when you're using knowledge that way. Hmm. Well, I just asked that cause I know I wanted to somehow, um, just connect. I think honestly, like duality is just, that's like, once you fully accept it, like, the metaphysical route of things because at some point your eyes open up and you do realize like all of this shit just coexist like good and bad coexist um, it's a spectrum really like yeah like once you realize that then I think you can accept duality and that's why I asked do you think like knowledge is duality or they kind of like tie together because again once you get the knowledge or like a little bit of the knowledge right is because even if something opens your eye it's like a lesson it's like you learn something mm -hmm. um so there's your knowledge in that one little thing but so now you understand like why this may be this and that may be that but it all just works out and oh, they coexist right like it, me, it doesn't crash out I know that if I myself make the decision to drink alcohol, that alcohol, I know that I have the knowledge of self that alcohol is going to hurt my stomach like no other. Might have a good time while I'm doing it, but I'm going to wake up and have the worst time ever if I indulge in alcohol at a certain extent. Mm. Like where some people can have three or four shots, I maybe have one and a half and that's it. And that knowledge itself is dualistic. I know that in the time I'm having a good time. So if I take more than this one or two shots, I'm going to be fucked up. And I have that knowledge. So yeah, it's dualistic. <laughs> it's dualistic in nature. Hell yeah. Good and bad. It's a spectrum. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, as far as like going back to going all the way in with it, like honestly, on, the, on my first episode, I just entered the show like you i'm i'm just i'm in between i'm learning i'm growing i know myself so i'm not stupid i'm not whatever but mm -hmm. i'm not coming to whisper and share like this um godly angelic freaking super spiritual person because that is really not what what it is like sometimes i'm listening to 21 savage or old 21 savage anyway sometimes I'm listening to a little Cleo soul or some uh, damn spiritual rap. I don't know what else to call it, but like Lizzie Jeff, them free soul, maybe like free soul, because if I got my son in the car, like it's, it's good music. And he's all, he just, I, I like his delivery on shit. Him and Lava got make really good music. Um, and sure. I would say those have been my two favorites. His most, most of the other music in that area is like more, um, seem like affirmation 
like compared to like actual music like free soul and them seem like they actually love music so yeah. it's just like them making music versus them spreading a message yeah. like they got a Absolutely. unique way of saying that conscious hip-hop yeah but yeah duality it, it exists if you're gonna twerk because i'm i can't i don't really i know how to dance a little bit otherwise outside of twerk but i'm gonna twerk i don't know really how to twerk a lot at all i'm like if you can give me some choreography cool i could put that yeah. shit together but, but i'm just saying like, twerking i'm gonna, you know, like I'm gonna meditate but i'm still gonna twerk absolutely i'm hood but i'm ratchet yeah because there's probably going to be a study in like 30 years of why meditation leads to good twerking or better twerking or yeah. something a goddess but i'm ratchet Shout yeah out to lizzie jeff literally says it in her song yeah lizzie jeff is definitely at the top top three up there because she just she's got a nice swag to wear so she's cool definitely like her but so we are going to move on to the end of the show and close out this somewhat long episode <laughs> But um, we'll go ahead and move into the queen part of the show. Are you good? Do you yep. need a break or anything? Okay. All right. So this week, I wanted to discuss being distracted by other things, people's places or ideas, um, because distractions are not just like your mind changing into something. It can come in the form of a person. It can come in the form of like a event. It can come in many fucking different forms. Um, But yeah, basically how to fight distractions or whatever. And I really thought this would be good to talk to you Mm -hmm. about um, because we've both been on these social media breaks and just kind of successfully doing them. Like I know I'll post when I need to or something or if I feel like it but otherwise like I gotta go through a lot to do that I gotta re-download the app figure out which account I'm logging to my personal or business or what but um yeah it's been an okay journey for me because I've been all right with it and I a little disciplined besides the fact I will do it if I get entirely too bored but I'm trying to read books instead of scrolling now but um yeah hmm let's see i did not really so to answer your question um how i deal with setting my intentions and making sure i'm not distracted is by really communicating i feel like communication goes a long way with the people in your life um the community members and the people that you interact with. And when you communicate that you are in a period where you need to isolate and or focus, um, the people who are literally in agreement and in alignment with your most high good will help facilitate you being focused and maintaining on your path. Um, Another way that I like to maintain my focus is by setting boundaries. Um, I set boundaries with myself. I set boundaries with the people in my life, um, especially in communicating. I'll set a boundary with myself. Like, um, it's not that I give myself like a punishment or a time period because then you're just counting the days down to reuse something or reindulge into something. I give myself mile markers for this goal. And then by the time I look back at what it was that was distracting for me, it 
no longer is such a thing that pulls my energy or my attention after a certain amount of time uh, yep after a certain amount of time and so i'm able to um just by telling people like hey i really need to focus on this or i need to take time to myself and when you realize in those moments that if someone is not okay with you needing to take a moment for yourself they're not in alignment with your most high good and they probably shouldn't be in your life no and I just got hick like hicked up on like moving on because of course like I make these notes and in that moment right sometimes mm -hmm. like I'll just kind of note out my show throughout the week and in that moment I have questions but then in this current moment like I got other questions that are coming in my mind and it's like oh like what do I do I act like do I speak on that but what was coming to my mind just a statement ago is like i really wanted to ask instead of like what what keeps you from being distracted is like what motivates you because i'm wondering like is that is that deeper for some people than what you know just them i guess more the is it deeper than the regular encouragement you give yourself okay you know like is it is it like a physical thing but you you answer some of that but yeah like are the motivations the same as like just the in the back of your mind you know you want that um to be honest after a while what i see for myself personally is that a lot of it's just um overstimulating the mind because i'm understimulating the consciousness consciousness is so understimulated that I'm overstimulating my mind with this distractive ass stimuli scrolling endlessly on a on an app I don't have TikTok but I know a lot of people are like you have to come up from air on TikTok to like breathe into the real world because you'll scroll 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 and I'm like I don't get in death scrolls anymore because I understand that there's a whole ass agenda dedicated to keeping me distracted what I focus on grows I don't want to focus on social media so or scrolling on the internet because that doesn't grow anything for me but someone else is following someone else's content someone else's engagement yeah. that does nothing for my consciousness or my mind at all very much fucking true um honestly what really motivates me to be for real is my end goals my goals are way bigger my goals are bigger than the internet my goals exist hmm were birthed and conceived outside of any internet structure any infinite i'm sorry any influence on the internet and so knowing that i have real life goals i have to log my ass off this internet and my goals are way bigger than that shit. so it's what's motivating me to the progress honestly when i look and see damn i've been off it's not even that i've counted how long i've been off of social media because like i said i didn't give myself a time period but looking at how much I've accomplished and how much progress I've made in my personal projects and times, that is way more of a reward than watching a 30 second TikTok 30,000 times because I've scrolled like that. Yeah. Honestly, for, I wouldn't say like either of them motivate me or nothing, but it's like, it's more so when I just sit there and I think about, it's more so like if I sit there and kind of like, get to a point where I can express gratitude for some of the shit and we're like I got a ton of journals of like shit I journaled and that shit has happened like I've had the experiences that are just like okay but for real look at what happens when you put the time into it or you take yourself away from it social media has been like I can take my breaks from it I feel like the longest one I took was like 
during the pandemic when I was pregnant. And it wasn't even because I was pregnant. It was just like, it's nothing to fucking post about. It ain't nothing to talk about. I don't want to see y'all talk about being in, pan- in the pandemic. Y'all not that funny. Fucking the same, like ads were getting popular. Now ads are on everything. You're scrolling, you're seeing ads, ads, old content, all of that. Mm-hmm. So that was before then. So I'm okay with taking the breaks, but what always ends up like causing me to re-download shits because I feel like I need to be marketing or something or whatever like because everyone is in their phones like that's kind of the best way to get to them and reach them now which mm-hmm. sucks when you're like okay no but I really would prefer to take a break from this shit like well in my experience um I understand like when people uh, from a business aspect um it's dynamically different. You can keep your focus. You can actually use social media and networking like that as a tool for focus. Like if you incorporate it into your schedule, knowing that you maintain a business like me, um, I don't, I make the conscious decision to leave any social networking applications off of my phone. So that way something that is intimately held with me is not always on my hip and it's not a distracting stimuli. I make the conscious effort and decision to create and think out consciously Instagram posts and they have this lovely feature. They have many tools on the internet now where you can schedule your posts. You can schedule posting. You don't have to really... um, I keep saying I'm going to do that with Soul and Grace because... You don't have to really actively get engaged on there because I know that a lot of times when you get on there to post, um, you just automatically scroll and then scrolling once gets to be 20 minutes yeah. gone by and you're like damn fast. what the hell like fast so as hell keeping yourself to a strict schedule you can literally use it as a hyper focus but then also um refrain from when you post your thing on the internet get off immediately yeah get off. i have timers on my shit yeah um i have timers now the post last few months post and close. yeah the last few months though i've been like looking at studying tiktok but tiktok is like again when people will say doom scrolling it's easy to do it because once that is unlike, we're under stimulated and so we overstimulate yeah. ourselves with that oh okay what's next okay you what's like next one you thing? need to sit there and literally meditate on the knowledge literally sit there and sit with it and yeah. understand what it is and then go find when when like i say when you get the download when the information comes to you go get the knowledge go out there like okay bet i saw this about a crystal i'm gonna i saw it on tiktok about a rose quartz crystal that it could bring me the love i'm heartbroken right now i'm in mourning whatever the fuck your your um scenario is go get the book on crystals and then you could read not only about one crystal but all of the other crystals that you could possibly use to benefit you in your healing journey and things of that nature don't just sit there and be like oh a rose quartz crystal is going to help me scroll and then you go out to the metaphysical shop and you get a rose quartz crystal and you're like no love is coming to me first of all you didn't cleanse it you didn't charge it and you didn't program it so obviously it's not coming to you but you didn't know that because you didn't even pick up any knowledge or any tools to go in further yeah. you just you just saw got a rose quartz on tiktok and then threw your money at it yeah and they are beautiful but you need to know i'm wearing one right you now doing. yeah i got my <laughs> you flashing it <laughs> Uh, we should have went live, but it's, I'm kind of glad we didn't because we had a decent like episode. Um, do you have a mantra, prayer, or protection spell, or 
journal practice that you'd like to share um, to protect the mind from distraction. Even if it's as simple as like, you know, a leaf or something that you can get. I don't know because, you know, someone can get. Absolutely. I definitely have that. You can definitely book a consultation with me at The Culture to get your own custom incantations created just for you. Custom. Sorry. <laughs> um, yep. Everything customized. I don't believe in Custom. doing cookie cutter. Um, if you, if would your perception of it is witchcraft, I don't do no cookie cutter witchcraft. Everything is customized and intentional for you specifically. What works for little Emily might not work for little Sarah. Um, on right now to keep yourself protected from anything, I just repeat after me when you hear this, um, or say it out loud when you feel called to. I am divinely aligned and protected with all that is meant for me. And anything not meant for me will leave me organically. I just love divinely aligned. Like, I have some stickers I printed out with that. And, like, I want to put it on bags and stuff. Because I just feel like, that. why is that not, like, that should be as big as bad bitch. One like, of my favorite that should be what people I met in in LA in the Lizzie Jeff in our tribe circle her Instagram name is divinely aligned and I was just like I just love you yeah. so much you infinite soul yeah it's even better if somebody can match that energy if they yeah, got that as their like definitely a high priestess but I mean a lot of the women in that realm are yeah I don't know but I'm literally like I gotta make it to the event in um December so that I can meet those people because I feel like Atlanta is somewhere where like I at least know the resources to point me to the other resources but not necessarily um LA or Miami and LA is like I, I do know like maybe like the white witches <laughs> but yeah I don't really know that many of color or I even know a couple of Hispanic Mexican ones well a lot of the times it's a derogatory term for us because we don't see what we do as witchcraft this is what our ancestors practice our ancestors were not witches our ancestors were just people who drunk mulling leaf leaf and stinging nettle to cure and pass and the knowledge on and pass so, the knowledge on to the people man. when you come to us and you say oh I want to get acquainted with the black witches we're going to look at you and be like well where the fuck they at I know you're not talking about me I know you wouldn't do. I know Please you wouldn't degrade do the, the, the goddess in me. I feel that's why I try to be so careful when I say like I'm looking for people of, like just someone of color in that room because even it's like I know that it's not like you guys are like it's not to fetishize them or anything like that, but it's more relatable and it's somebody feel like that should know something about their roots and maybe they don't have the same roots as me, but they just seem more connected you know and if you're looking for the indigenous melanated practitioners you definitely want to look for your shamans your gurus your mystics your herbalists your crystal babies your star seeds your reiki healers things of that nature if you look for people with those titles that's where you're gonna um find your people of color who are definitely willing to connect with you because you have an understanding that's safe for them when we hear things like which it's like oh you still have like a real 3d perception of me it's not even safe for me to be who i am what with I, you because it's a derogatory term what it really I, is what i really hate is um i uh, reiki became more like 
uh, was something that I heard once I moved here and I've met so many white Reiki um I don't know practitioners or whatever healers um yeah healers and Colin had one too older an older lady um yeah like I know a couple I, I know way more of them than I know of any of color and I know that is also just due to the city and stuff like that because I would have Atlanta's not a good option because everybody is black there damn near but um it's one of the best options a lot of my a lot of my fellow people in my tribe circle are in Atlanta yeah Atlanta's one of the great options if you're looking for a healer and some of that you got a a black healer at that look in Atlanta for sure you'll Hmm. find one everywhere you go Hmm. there's no shortage of them out there well I know it's not a good example to say I know it's not a good example to say when you're saying like um practitioners or there's a shortage of melanin practitioners but it's a great source to go if you're looking for a plethora of melanin healers for um my last dual certification I got one online and then I got one that I did a training for in person Mm -hmm. to for my scholarship for that uh training program it's like $200 off the cost of it because if you were of color Kappa specifically um if you write an essay you can get $200 off your scholarship mm-hmm. for your certification so I wrote one and that's all it was about how Colorado has one black midwife um there are some that are working towards becoming um midwives but and there are there are at least 30 something doulas of, of color. Whereas like at that point in time, at least especially in Littleton, five minutes up the like up Littleton, Littleton, like this is borderline, but deep Littleton where it's all white people and Indians or whatever. It's 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 mixed but it's not it's very white. Um, well my thing is when people make these statements, um our people are in hoods, our people are in very poverty stricken communities. And so sticking where people are not poverty stricken and it's not real hood and there's not a huge financial gap between wealth and opportunities and things of that nature in that infrastructure, you're not really gonna find melanin healers. We're actually where the trauma is that needs to be had. So if you're looking for us, come to the hood and find us. The hood healer is not just a name. I don't subscribe to all the things that that entity does on their platform. I don't even follow that entity, but the hood healer is not just uh, an Instagram name. It's literally where the healers are in the hood. Do people ever like say you remind them of her? No. Okay. I don't um I don't know I follow her but I, some stuff she's money is learning she's Everybody learning is you know learning. what I'm saying like and it's really learning. weird to see people try to hold I'm sorry I don't want to overspeak but it's really hard to see people lead while learning learning to lead themselves because they get what I learning tell you, to lead themselves it, like when you're learning knowledge borderline cult. Well, yeah, when you learn the knowledge itself, it's really dangerous to try to teach other people who themselves are if you're still learning knowledge itself. It's great to show them some of the techniques that you did along the way and what helped you, but it's really dangerous to say you're, you're teaching them how to be and, and do anything. I think some of her information is all right, but it's because 
it's the information that I learned too so I can't really think opposite of that but then some stuff is just like you have a following and a lot of people trust you and I'm so glad that I have that discernment about shit um because yeah Mm-hmm. You just you just watch people and their actions, and it kind of just tell you enough. And if you pay attention, it's gonna tell you everything you really need to know. Yep. Go back to what I said about the Bible and me leaving Christianity because I just read it for what it is, using discernment. Would a good person be doing this? Would somebody of benevolent uh, abundance and love be doing this to the humans on this planet? And I know Jesus exists. Why would I be? Why would I even think about doing those things? I mean, when we think about the name Jesus, if there was any power in the name Jesus, if we as Black people have any real coup to us, if there was any power in the name Jesus, they wouldn't have taught us to say it. And Jesus literally means Hail Zeus, Hey Zeus, Hey Zeus. Jesus is Hey Zeus, and that means Hail Zeus. So I mean, you got to get back to the epistemology and the real real innateness of the theology behind what you're saying things of that nature when people say amen you're literally talking about amun ra amen from amun ra but this is things that you know when you get when you when you study for yourself you'll learn these things Hmm. wow well that so you said you guys need to come see her, book an appointment, and she will customize. That sounds like it's a product. It's not a product. So I don't want to say it like that. But can you say that one more time and let them know how they can find you and oh, yeah. click with you and all of that jazz? Um, on Instagram, I own and operate The Culture, T-H-A-C-V-L-T-B-R-E. There is a link tree in the bio. The link tree in the bio will be able to take you to all of the many different um, branches of the culture. Or you can go to theculture.com. It's T-H-A-C-V-L-T-V-R-E. It's the culture, but the use RVs. So make sure you got that. And it's T-H-A because we a little hood over here. So Hmm. the culture. Um, Yeah. And... I would be more than happy to accept any of your consultations coming up. Books do open up on the 10th of October. Mm-hmm. In a few days, in a couple days. Yeah. Y'all better get in there before seasonal depression is. <laughs> because I think that requires like a different prayer too than distraction prayer. Because you don't even gotta I'm wait before it. If it does one. hit during the during the seasonal depression, come see the culture man i just know especially if the winter is as like bad as these people are predicting i'm just like i'm gonna be cozy 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 up in here doing Mm -hmm. stuff i might go to the gym because usually like last year it didn't snow a lot but because i don't drive in the snow that's just that's just no it's not for me um yeah well We've come to the end of another episode of the Soul and Grace podcast. Um, I'm not sure where you are listening, but we are available on the Spotify, Apple, and Google podcast. I didn't even know Google podcast exists, but wow. it does. Um, yeah, not on Audible or anything yet, because that's something else I got to look into. And honestly, too many of the things some of them work together and you can feed them off each other but i'm probably just gonna stick with these three and i will 
be uploading another episode next Sunday at 7. And I will see you guys then. Peace out, humans. Peace, peace, peace. And lots of fucking knowledge. <laughs> Concentration. It can't always be love and light. It cannot always be love and light. So no. if you thought we were going to say peace and no. love, peace and knowledge, go learn something. Go figure out what a crystal does. Honestly, please. Figure out how to program a crystal. Figure out why you shouldn't use sage to smudge your place to get rid of things. Figure out why you use Palo Santo to smudge your place and why sage is attracting spirits instead of repelling them. Let's do our knowledge with that because this internet plastic witchcraft will have you thinking other things. This is a real one. That's why she on here today. But I don't know, maybe down the line we'll do another thing. But I feel like you touched on so much that like if anyone had any other questions, it's simply because like it's just not time for them to go on that journey. And that kind of sucks, but hey, it, it comes to you when it comes to you and that is what it is. But that is the end of the show and I'll see you guys next week.